To serve great food is to create memories for your customers. But it takes more than luck. It takes consistency, creativity, and the drive to see things through. And every day, the stakes are high, which means it's time to stand up from your computer and start getting real. To own your kitchen is to own your bottom line. This is the real world. And now... This is the real world. And now... This is the real world. And now is the time to foodify your business. So why do we start the F Your Business movement? What are these challenges? Well, at the heart of the debate is a question of quality. Is fresh always better? Or can frozen items provide the same quality and consistency? We'll be exploring the pros and cons of both options and sharing tips on how to make the best decision for your restaurant. We believe that quality doesn't have to be difficult. And with the right approach, you can provide your customers with delicious, high-quality food that they'll keep coming back for. So join us as we venture through the challenge and uncover the truth behind Fresh versus Frozen. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. We are so excited for our challenge, Fresh versus Frozen Pizza. So, Chris, do you want to tell us a little bit about what we tried today? Yeah, so we went to a uh, restaurant supply store and we bought the pizza that a lot of local places use in their store, a frozen pizza, which costs $8 each. Uh, and then I made a fresh pizza. I made the dough fresh. I made the sauce. I uh, I shredded the cheese and I made a pizza for $1.85, a fresh pizza. So there's a huge cost difference. But while I was at the local restaurant supply store, I was... I, I hung out for a little bit in the uh, frozen food section, and I was talking to people that were going in to buy the frozen food, frozen pizza, and <laughs> I was asking them, why would you pay $8 when you can make your own for much less? Like, well, I don't know how to make a pizza. I don't know how to, you know, stretch the dough. All right. So, you know, there is a machine that does that for you. You don't actually have to do it, and it's inexpensive. And, you know, another guy was like, well, I really don't know how to make the dough. Well, call your local bakery. They'll probably sell you a ball of dough for $1.25. And... All said and done, the pizza might cost you two twenty five. Still much better than eight dollars, and it's fresh. And I had to cook the fresh pizza for eighteen. I mean, sorry, the frozen pizza for eighteen minutes. The fresh was done about twelve. Oh wow! So when it comes to cooking time, it's uh, much quicker. But the uh, product is much better. Uh, we did a taste test today. Out of thirteen people, ten picked the fresh, and three picked the frozen. Which I thought it would be tough because people like frozen pizza. That's anything wrong with it. You want to have a frozen pizza for a Saturday night and pull it out and eat it while you're home? It's great. But, you know, I'd rather have it fresh. That's just me. Or <laughs> if you're selling it to your customer. I'm selling it to my customer. I want to give them a fresh pizza because I'm going to, you know, it's going to be about 15% food cost opposed to, you know, 60 Yeah. And what I thought was amazing was the sauce difference, like where you really could tell the difference. I figured it was going to be the cheese, but to me, it was actually the sauce that the fresh had just this really tasty sauce. It hasn't been frozen. Yeah. Right? It's fresh. It's fresh tomatoes, you know, got fresh herbs in it. So it's it's just going to be better. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone has to check out Chris's recipe because this was really good pizza. (laughs) It wasn't just, let's make a pizza. It was really good fresh pizza. Yeah, we could list the uh, ingredients. It's only five ingredients, believe it or not. That's crazy. Yeah, and that's it. Nice. All right, before I get to the other questions, did you get any weird looks at the store when you were asking people about their 
yeah. photos and preferences. Like, I don't know. One guy asked me if I worked there. <laughs> I said, no. I said, I'm just getting some stuff over here. I was getting, like, the cans of tomatoes and things. I said, I'm just, you know, wondering. I'm going to make a fresh pizza. I wonder how many people buy this. And Shaming them into Yeah, I just want to know. <laughs> then, you know, I actually saw a few people I knew, so I was, I was talking to them, and, you know. They, they were over there. They were buying the uh, flatbread, frozen flatbreads. They're going to make pizza. I said, you could do the same thing with the sh- with the uh, sheeter and do it fresh. Like, I'm trying to push people, like, you know, if you don't need to buy this, let's, let's, go, let's go fresh. Well, now that you know that it's a $6 difference, I wouldn't have thought it was that much of a difference yeah. in cost. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and the one I bought was a good one. It's imported from Italy. So I, I didn't go buy, like, you know, the worst one you could possibly get and put it up against a fresh. I tried to get something that, you know, Everybody there was buying. Yeah. You know, that they liked. So I'm sure people who say, you know, why cook fresh if, you know, frozen is a little more convenient? What is the prep time look like for a fresh pizza? Well, just uh, the, the sauce itself that I made took me all of, I don't know, three minutes. I mean, really doesn't take long. I chopped up a couple heads of garlic. I added it to the sauce, salt, pepper, and oregano, and olive oil. I mean, that's it. That's the ingredients. I mean, it doesn't take long at all. Then, uh, you know, the dough, the dough does take a little bit longer, but that's why, you know, I, I strongly recommend going to your local bakery. They, they sell them. They sell dough balls. Just buy them. They're $1.25 usually. And it's just, it's much easier. And you put it through the stretcher, you can have your dough stretched in 30 to 45 seconds. Now, would they have to be an expert chef like you to make this pizza? That'd be the question, right? <laughs> the question is who can make this pizza? Anybody can make this pizza. <laughs> Anybody at all. There's little to no effort to it. And in the prep time, it, you're still between prepping everything and then cooking the pizza. It's still faster than cooking a frozen pizza. Yeah. So you're really not. It's it, To make the, the sauces, seconds. Stretch the dough, seconds. It's just a better product with little effort. Yeah. People that don't know are scared. You know, it's nothing to be scared of. <laughs> Stretch the dough. Yeah. And some of that you can do at the beginning of the shift, right? Or beginning of the day. You don't you, have to do all that at volume. Uh, no, I, you know, obviously you would make enough sauce for probably five days. And the longer it sits, the better it gets over that week. Uh, the dough, the same thing. You, you would probably make enough for three days. Every every, uh, every third day you're probably making it. And then it, it gets, you know, it's there. You can stretch them out early, put them on the racks, refrigerate them that way. They're already stretched, ready, you know, ready to be sauced and cheesed and in the oven. So it's really, you know, it doesn't take a lot of effort. It's just a little bit of, a, you know, structure, that's all, of making the dough. Well, and I think, you know, I think one of the things we talk a lot about is that your food cost isn't a fixed amount, right? Like that your food cost that you're seeing on your P&L is a function of all of the things that you serve in your business. So it, this doesn't have to be just a conversation for an Italian restaurant or a pizza place. Right. You know, pizza is really something that you can incorporate in any business. You know, barbecue, you can have a flatbread. Right. But if you really think about, you know, yes, you can be efficient and yes, you can save cost and you can, you know, watch waste and all those things are very important. But if you had a 15% food item to your barbecue menu, I mean, think about what that would do. You know, if 10% of right. your customers switched to ordering the flatbread instead of another appetizer, yeah. you could have a significant difference in your food cost just by adding this. It item. changes your margin. You have to have things on your menu with that kind of food cost in order to bring it down. 
you, you need them. If you don't have something like that, you should have like three items around that. And that's going to definitely help your margins. So if you don't have three food items, you know, 15 to 20%, you should probably look how to do that. Yeah. And it also could be something that you offer for a limited time only, right? Like an LTO. Sure. As a way to try to see if people are interested. I mean, that's the other thing that I think people forget if in the fresh is, I mean, you could use those ingredients other places, right? Right. If you you don't sell, you know, as many pizzas as you think, it's not like... You're not going to use flour anywhere else, so right. you're, it's less of a commitment, too. If you know, especially as you're starting out. Absolutely. Yeah. And then with stuff like that, you can make it kind of fun and specific for your restaurant, bar, or whatever your business is. Make that's where you can kind of change the recipe around. Use the other ingredients. If you have a specialty pasta or a specialty, you know, appetizer, you could put some toppings on the pizza, right? And yeah, you make it. You know, have fun with it. That's what it's there for. You know, put a list of maybe some odd items out and and have your, uh, you know, customers pick from there. All right? Build their own pizza. I think pizza is the number one craveable item, right, on on Instagram. Wasn't that what we heard, Chelsea? Wasn't that the... Yeah, I think so. I think because of how um, versatile pizza could be, it could be served as an appetizer, as a shareable, or as a personal food item. So, yeah. And I would definitely say to check out the website with the pictures because the other thing is it's very, you know, it's appealing when you look at it. It's very pretty to look at. So, you know, not to pick on the barbecue guys, but, you know, it's very nice as a picture. Sometimes, you know, a picture of barbecue only does so much, but it has a lot of color, you know, especially uh, the ones that Chris did. I mean, especially, you know, breweries are the most people that look for prepared foods. Uh, but this would be a great item, fresh in a, in a brewery, really to help drive their sales, their their food sales. Like you said, it wouldn't be hard for someone there to prep it to make it. No. And then, you know, I think the underestimated part of that is, can we serve more of what else we're observing? Is it beers? Is it liquor? Can we serve more if we have yeah. a better food product? And they're not leaving your establishment to go eat somewhere else. Right. Or if you don't have a food product yet, or that, and let's <laughs> let's let's get it in there. Let's start let's start with pizza. And then people aren't leaving to go eat. They're staying there, and, and it's good enough to keep them drinking. And beer and pizza go pretty well together, so <laughs> it's a they're good not going to complain. <laughs> so since we're in Philly, tell us the history of the tomato pie, because one of the ones that he brought for us to try is the tomato pie. Tomato pie. So it's called church pizza, is what it's originally called in South Philly. Okay. Okay, because it was only made on Sundays, and you got it when you were walking home from church. So you would go into the bakery and you would ask for church pizza. And it's it's just there's the tomato sauce, there's no cheese, and that's that's how it started. But now you can get it seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why the no cheese? It's just the like lent thing where you weren't eating meat or? No, it was more of a uh cost ah. back then. So, you know, they, they limit the cheese was the most expensive part. And on some days, you know, somebody had an idea to make something called church pizza without <laughs> cheese, so you didn't have to buy it. And it was a big hit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for those who are not from Philly, it actually is really good, though. I mean, yeah. it seems weird to not have the cheese, but, you know, you do taste a lot of the sauce flavor right. and the you dough. It's more of the dough, right? You taste more of the sauce. It's, uh, it's my favorite pizza. Is it really? Yeah. I feel like you see some of the Parmesan cheese sometimes on it. Is that yeah, well? People will if you're not from South Philly, right? Is that like is that cheating? Is that like oh, we want in the middle? Uh, you know, if you like it, put it. 
<laughs> you know, that's like the old Italian saying, you never put grated cheese or Parmesan cheese on seafood. If you like it, put it. Who's stopping you? There's no rules. You know. He's going to shame you. <laughs> the like walls. The, the, the walls of Chris. As soon as you do it, I will shame you. <laughs> so is there a, is it different seasoning in the dough or is it the same? Like it's, a, it's, a, the it's a different dough than the, uh, the the regular round pizza. So it's where it's Sicilian and uh, it's a little more flaky, a little more airy. Yeah, that's what it tasted yeah. more like, like a bakery yeah. dough. It's a little different procedure to doing that than a regular pizza dough. Yeah, it's good. Oh, uh, that's secret. I'm not giving up. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting his tomato pie recipe. Not, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not, yet. not that one. <laughs> nice. Well, cool. So, um, yeah. So, is there any like final words of wisdom for the people who are going to venture out and make fresh pizza? Yeah, just do it, you know. And I know the, the most scariest part is making the dough. You got you got to deal with yeast. You got to let it rise. Got to let it rise again. So that is a little time consuming. If you don't know what you're doing, you probably will mess up the first couple times. But don't be scared. Keep going. But if you're really interested in doing it, just go to your local bakery and place an order for the dough balls. Uh, it's still fresh. It's still homemade. Uh, it's going to save you time. You don't need someone in your kitchen that has that experience. It's already done for you, and your food course will still come in at around you know fifteen to sixteen percent. Yeah, and you said you don't need a hood for it, right? So, what type of equipment? So, you don't have a full oven. What type? Of so, equipment? if you're already at an establishment that doesn't have a pizza oven, you could buy the ones that they're little conveyor belt ones, and uh, that basically they're electric, and they don't need a hood. Nice. So, if you go on any restaurant supply store, you will see them on there, and it's just a conveyor belt pizza oven. Nice. Any parting thoughts? Great. I, I think that's going to be the, I mean, the game we get to some more of these episodes is, you know, getting a better price item, a better quality item, which should make it a pretty easy decision on what to add to your menu, right? If you get better quality and lower price with limited prep, as you said, right. I, I don't think there's much of a decision to make, right? I mean. No, there's not. And also that pizza oven that you buy, you know, you use it for other items too. So it's not just like, I'm going to use it for pizza. You could cook uh Almost any protein or anything for it. Yeah. Any vegetables, anything. And I think the other thing is to just not, you know, be afraid to look outside the box. I think, you know, one of the motivations of starting our FU Business Movement really was the idea of how many times are we just, you know, beating our head against the wall, staring at a food cost that's just too high, especially in the last, you know, few years, and just feeling like there's nothing I can do. And I think the idea of, Stepping back into your kitchen, walking around, talking to your customers. It, it turns out there's a lot you can do, right? Like creating a new menu item is the biggest way to change your food costs without having to sacrifice anything, right? You're not sending people home because my labor's too high and, and this whole mentality of, you know, s- stretching everything so thin. But if we find something that works on both sides, your customers love pizza, it's craveable. And you make money on pizza, right? There really is, there are creative ways to get to a better bottom line. And, and I think that the pizza having this amazing margin, especially the fresh pizza, just gives another avenue of questions, right? So if you are looking at it and you're saying, oh, we just serve, you know, frozen pizza. I mean, we found there could be a significant cost savings by just sure. adding something that your customers may like better anyway. And you could add to other things. So I think the biggest thing you said is think outside the box. Right. If you're already selling fries, but you sell frozen pizza, well, then you could make pizza fries. Now you can. Yeah. So, you know, just like thinking that, just think outside the box a little bit. 
All right. Well, thank you. Till next week. All right. Thanks for joining us this week on F Your Business Podcast. Whether you're a restaurant owner, chef, or server, we believe that everyone in the hospitality industry deserves access to the knowledge and tools they need to succeed. Make sure to visit our website, fyourbusinessmovement.com, where you can subscribe to the show and stay up to date on current offerings.